Sunday, everyone. Lavonic, can you hear me? We're having a little technical difficulties. Yep, I can hear you. Uh, this is Jonathan, All right. head of comms at Lavana. Happy Sunday, man. How you doing? I'm so overwhelmed. It's like unbelievable. But uh, other than that, I'm okay. You know, it's, uh, I guess we'll, we'll 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 talk about that whole process. I guess that's what some of that what's going to be fun to talk about here. Yeah, man, it's exciting times right now. Like the energy is so much better in the space as a whole compared to, you know, just even a few months ago. So it was really dark and morbid for a long time. And the people that were kind of building and, you know, adding value to the space just had that vision just to keep plugging along. But, you know, the, the average user, just the community, like the, the energy was down and it's just like a complete 360, which is great. And it's just more exciting. It's just more fun to talk about crypto and, you know, so that that's today, and I just wanted to say hello to everyone, and we'll we could get started here. Uh, yeah. So tell me, like, I guess today's space. If you want to do a little synopsis of what it's all going to entail, I mean, I always just kind of wing the space, but I really wanted to talk about the overall metrics, like how how have you seen your growth? Like, are you happy with it? I know you're not going to be satisfied because no one's ever going to be satisfied. You're always trying to improve, but like the numbers. Uh, we'll talk about the LVN token. Like, what is it? What's for? What What's it for? How can you obtain it? What it? You know, and all that type of stuff. So, and and if you want to do like a quick little intro on yourself, if if those out there don't know who you are, and um, yeah, let's just get it going. Sure. So, wow, that's a lot. Where Where to get started? Um, I guess uh, I'll start at the end. I'll I'll introduce myself. So, um, my name is uh, uh, Jonathan Karras. I'm the head of communications at, at Lavana. So la, my background is uh, primarily project management, a lot of project design. Um, I have been um, on the Lavana team for almost three years. I was one of the first people uh, to join, and um, it's you know it, 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 we went through many different phases of you know growth and then contractions, and um, you know and, and we're, we're excited to. You know, if this, if this 400 or plus day bear market really is behind us, you know, then hopefully we're at a point of growth as well. Um, hold on, there's a bus that's going to come past me and it'll be very loud. But, um, you know, my background is uh, from Web2. Uh, I built a, a, a couple different companies. I built a, a mobile uh, software development company, which was uh, pretty successful back in um, you know, like to 2008, 2012, uh, then I, I got into video streaming. I patented the video streaming protocol. I built a, um, uh, a company that grew to 26 million subscribers from mobile to mobile video streaming. It's called Glide Video Messaging. Uh, then um, did uh, some hardware work for the Apple Watch and 
then uh, worked for the Kardashian family, uh, designed a machine learning computer vision um, method of turning your social media feeds into a shopping cart. And, you know, when so we were acquired by Snapchat, um, you know, rel relatively quickly after coming to market. And uh, then I got into crypto, you know, primarily just because I wanted to diversify. Um, you know, I started reading a lot of libertarian material and wanted to diversify into um you know gold and gold was really hard to buy and you know store and uh, transfer and and somebody had suggested you know why you should check out bitcoign and i knew what bitcoin was because i was a redditor but i hadn't really taken you know i hadn't seen it beyond the use case of it beyond silk road and and so i kind of fell down the rabbit hole in 2016, um, by 2017, I had uh, joined a, a hedge fund of, you know, to, to lead research, um, found early projects that were very promising, like MakerDAO and, and Near Protocol and Solana and about 60 projects in total. Uh, and then um, left there to do business development at a zero knowledge proof uh, company called Starkware and brought about 300 or so uh, dApps through the door at Starkware. And we closed with some um, giants while, you know, while I was uh, doing biz dev there, uh, you know, that you probably heard of, like DYDX and Argent Wallet and um, uh, so rare, uh, Gods Unchained, uh, Immutable, what became Immutable X, um, and, you know, a handful of other interesting projects, Diversify. Um, and then um, got involved with uh, the Delphi team. and. They had started an incubator on uh, Terra uh, called Delphi Labs, and so I joined that to, um, you know, design a, a, a leverage trading protocol, and we built a bunch of GameFi uh, apps, and um, you know, at the kind of the NFT boom on Terra, and then um, built uh, American and European options trading, uh, leverage ETF baskets, uh, constant product uh, perpetual swaps, and then uh, the, the Terra market crashed. Um, as we're all familiar, and spent about um, probably about eight months trying to figure out where to go to after that. And we found a very nice home in Osmosis, and we designed a new protocol, um, which was uh, just brand new from the ground up for um, for perpetual swaps. And it was designed to solve a lot of the problems that we saw during the terror crash. You know, primarily we wanted to remove the um, the requirements of stable coins. We wanted something that didn't require a risk fund that couldn't create insolvency, that didn't have contagion risk between multiple markets, uh, and could didn't have impermanent loss, and you know really could just support um, you know many uh, many different types of assets. And Levon is actually an acronym for leverage any asset, and so. We um, to, we we finished the after the terror crash. So about um, a little over a year ago, in September of last year, we finished the white paper and the architecture design, and we brought the first version of Levana Perps, which we call Perps V2, or the well-funded model. We brought it to market on Osmosis Testnet, and um, and then we spent about six to eight months um, working with various teams to just uh, kind of pressure test it. Uh, you know, with a lot of back testing, um, a lot of modeling, a lot of uh, you know uh, risk assessment, just trying to you know break the thing from any different way, and um, we launched about four months ago, 
And actually today we hit a billion dollars of trading volume, um, primarily on osmosis. We are deployed also on uh, injective uh, and uh, say, I think um, osmosis is responsible for about 95% of, of the economic activity on Lavana. And um, it is, you know, Lavana is designed to be a community project. Um, to date, we've paid out over $1.2 million to uh, active participants in the application, you know, just over the last four months. And we, uh, you know, uh, it, we, currently there's the Lavana Foundation. Um, but ultimately, you know, we look forward to the project being put in the hands of the community to be able to, 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 to support and control it through a governance token, which is called LVN. And we just announced with our two partners, um, Gate.io and MEXE, that that token will be available for people who are interested in, you know, in, in owning the governance token. Um, and then it will also be available on um, a few DEXs, uh, Osmosis DEX, you know, obviously, and then also Helix, um, probably later this week or, or next week. And we have an upcoming airdrop, uh, which will be, uh, you know, uh, which God willing will be later this week, um, you know, depending upon how smoothly the, the actual launch goes. You know, and I was, I was listening to, I guess, the Celestia team, um, you know, that was uh, talking about the launch and they're like, you know, the, you're never ready for the launch. And there's always a million things that you miss. Um, and so you just kind of like hold on tight. And that's, uh, I think, how the team feels right about now, that there's always, you know, a million last minute uh, things and, and you just try and make it as, as smooth as possible. And and uh, that, that's, that's where we're up to. Now, now, you asked kind of about the, you know, the conversation. So I'd like to talk just about, you know, the evolution of, of uh, Cosmos, uh, how tokens have evolved in general on Cosmos, I think that that's, that's a, a topic that we think a lot about. And then, uh, you know, the macro market as, as a whole as to, you know, where are we going? Where does Cosmos fit in a role? Where does Osmosis fit in a role? Um, how does Levana want to differentiate itself? And, you know, why, why have a token in the first place? I think these are all kind of interesting topics that we've heard um, from numerous people. And, you know, we've, we've even heard you speak about a number of these topics, you know, over time. So, Love to kind of address these and any, and then also just uh, invite anybody that is in the audience at the end to, that might want to j- jump up and, and speak um, to be able to ask some questions. I think that's, that's my background. That's Lavana's background in a nutshell, and that's the agenda. I hope I got all that the questions. Was, yeah, you, you did so well right there. I learned actually a lot. I know I spoke to you multiple times, but I didn't realize like how diverse your background is. You kind of hit nearly every niche and you know like the narratives that everyone speaks about in the space and um i didn't even realize too that's pretty cool that what, what lavana is an acronym for leverage any asset that's that's pretty cool too and it's very easy to remember now now I, now i know for sure it's like lavana it makes complete sense so i like that yeah and um it's just really so like my background in in this space was like getting in right around when COVID happened and then i was like the traditional at the time you go on youtube you do a little recon everyone's talking about ethereum and bitcoin blah 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 so you like get entered into those and then um just using the products i was like man this is clunky this is just not sustainable there if i want to go from one place to the other I need multiple wallets. And then I, there's no way of getting the funds over there. It was real like, just like a sketchy experience, experiment. 
And then I said, there's got to be something better. And lo and behold, pretty much right around the same time, it was when Osmosis was launching. And I didn't have a clue what even Cosmos was at the time. And uh, the, there was a guy that I was following. He just covered all of crypto. Didn't really show anything. He was just really educational. And um, I just flat out asked him. I was like, hey, like outside the top 100 assets in crypto, like what's catching your eye? And instantaneously, he said Osmosis. And I was like, what's that? And he started telling me about it. So this was probably the very end of June, beginning of July of, I think the end of June of 2021. And I went over and checked out Osmosis. I did a some, you know, I did a swap. I was like, damn, that was smooth. It looked good, like aesthetically on the eyes. I was so used to Uniswap, and um, you know that really piqued my interest at the time. The APRs were just insane on every liquidity pool. So I, I, my first initial thought was, this got to be a scam. Like, there's no way, you know. And then as as I kept doing more research on like who Sunny is and the team and then what Cosmos is, I just I just fell down that rabbit hole and I couldn't get enough information. Like I just spent that like thousands of hours and then I just started to help out. I, at the time, I didn't even have Twitter, really. I didn't. Uh, I think I just got a Twitter uh, just just for crypto. I didn't have Telegram. So I was like, I got to get Telegram. And I started, you know, I started really helping out because I spent so many hours studying this thing. And um, I just started helping on Telegram, and then that kind of just this this all just lever. I don't even know how this all this happened. I mean, I worked really hard, and I was very knowledgeable, but I wasn't afraid to ask questions. I was I wasn't afraid to help people, and um, I was just so fascinated with the technology. And my my bold thesis, because my background's in accounting and finance, and this is no knock on Adam, but like I've always was more of an Osmo bull because it just made sense to me monetarily like everything can run through osmosis as like this liquidity hub and i wrote about this back in like 2021 about like you know now it's like everyone's starting to say it but like i've i've been saying it and i was getting a lot of slack from you know like adam ogs and i'm like look i'm not i own adam too but i just don't i don't understand the the total use case of it like cool you built this amazing software that everyone can use but like you can't force people to use the adam token and at the time like you still kind of needed the atom token to go to and from the ecosystem, but now like you could use anything. Hell, there's even native USDC. If you're an American, you could just deposit USDC from Noble right into your your Coinbase and vice versa. But I've always understood like osmosis, and then sadly, like you just alluded to earlier, the UST thing had a lot to do with it because at time at the time that was essentially the only stable coin, so it went down negatively. But I was never deterred from like the the thesis of it the model of it nor like the just the tech of it so i was always like okay and then you know don't get me wrong i was getting a little worried when <laughs> the price was like under a quarter and everyone in the world was talking crap about it and i'm just like i, I it, it, i'm i'm it, to me it was like betting on cosmos as a whole like if if, if osmo doesn't work then like cosmos isn't going to work and again it's no knock on adam but like you technically don't need the atom token, but like for the most part, anyone that's actually doing anything in Cosmos has used Osmo or owns Osmo at some point. It's almost impossible. So like that was like my thesis on that. And then now that you know, like you were saying, like Cosmos is finally one of the talk of towns because the tech is great, and um, we've seen it in the markets. Like every you know, like besides besides things in Cosmos, like really the only thing that's been really ripping was like Solana, you know, and it's like. And I like Solana too, but anyhow, it's just nice to see that. And then like you guys, you're obviously adding value because there's so many cool things like in this ecosystem from, from leverage, you know, perps, 
borrowing and lending. Um, there's so many other things. And, um, you know, it's just nice to see that it's kind of all coming to fruition. None of it's financial advice, but I still think that, um, you know, my thesis on uh, on Osmo ha- has, is going to be correct. I mean, I just think it's like a place where everyone has a relayer. So for those out there, it's almost like, I, I was talking about this yesterday. Just imagine New York City, right? New York City can kind of go down a little bit and maybe it's not as pleasant as before or as safe as before because of crime or whatever you want to call it. But there's like a direct flight to New York City from anywhere in the world. So like New York City is always going to do well um, because because of that. And I always think like Osmo is the same way that out of all the IBC chains, I don't know, there's over 70 of them for sure now. Pretty much every single one of them runs a relayer to osmosis. So it's like osmosis is like the New York City of of the uh, of IBC. Everyone has access to to and from it. So it's like that's been my thesis. It just makes sense to me like that. And you know, you guys probably at first when the market was going down, you're probably like, man, where should I deploy? Like, what you know, you you want to keep your options open. But I think it's 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 a great fit. Now it's awesome that you're on. And I like Injective too. And I, I I'm not gonna lie, I don't do anything on say. I've never really had a reason to go use say, so it's not. I well, can't say you know, Lavana is it, the but... most uh, is the most popular app on say, but it's uh, but it's still I would say we have one less than one percent of the activity on say is what we do uh, on Osmosis. Yeah, that's that's pretty wild. And and uh, you you just passed a, a billion billion right on uh, total total volume. Yeah, yeah, the capital B. It's uh. There you it's, go. it's a really bizarre, um, you know, things to thing to talk about. Like I, I've, I've tried to explaining it to my kids. Like, what does that even mean? And it's like there, there gets to a point where numbers are just so big that uh, you don't, um, you know, it's it's, it's kind of hard to to picture it. It's like you know, you think of like a little Seven Eleven and and what type of traffic must come through there on a daily basis, and maybe it's a few thousand dollars. And um, but so to to have uh, essentially a marketplace because that's what Levana is. It's a, it's a marketplace between three different actors, between uh, liquidity providers who don't want to trade, but they want to get, um, they want to get fees from traders. Uh, and the, you know, the fees are, are the best, actually the the best fees in all of Cosmos. Um, there's, you know, pools that uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm walking around outside right now. Um, but if you, have, if you, you know, if you if you pull up and you go to trade.lavana.finance forward slash earn, or you click the earn tab, you'll be able to see what the fees are in terms of APR that you could uh, get for depositing single-sided um, tokens into the into the um, the various pools. And we've got, you know, some pools are, you know, paying out, you know, 10, 20% APR. Some pools are paying out 200, 300% APR, and it's all real yield because none of it is dependent on a hyperinflationary token and that kind of goes back to the the model that uh that you know was very influential to a lot of the design or i'd say like the um the values that the team had when they designed lavana is that we didn't want to be an app chain we wanted to be on somebody else's app chain because we didn't want to have to pay for the redundancy of security you know i've never personally i've never believed in the app chain thesis it always seemed like the um the opposite of uh of what um you know was kind of like the the you know the the art of the start you know for building a a an, an early stage project you know whether it's a startup or a protocol 
you know, you always want to just, you know, maximize your focus and minimize your overhead. And when you try to become your own app chain, um, you kind of lose a lot of that. And I'll talk more about that later because uh, I was saying, I realized I went on a tangent. Um, there's three uh, players within Levana. There's the long traders, there's the short traders, and then there's the, the liquidity providers. So within this little marketplace that Levana has cre created, you know, over a, the fact that over a billion dollars have gone back and forth between these different players is just mind boggling. Um, and especially to be able to reach those numbers with no token incentives, no, you know, Ponzi tokenomics, um, with very conservative um, methods of, uh, of, you know, capital allocation, you know, the, the pools are incredibly uh, capital efficient, far more so than, than many of the competitors. And there's like this, uh, there's this like insane emphasis on security. And I think that that's why there's been so many perps that have tried to launch on Cosmos um, and they haven't been successful because they haven't been able to kind of like pass the snuff test of some of the more sophisticated traders, the ones that are going to come like with actual scale. And we've at Levana had, you know, probably like two dozen different hedge funds that are active within the uh, Cosmos space, like, come to us and like really drill and get down into the code and get their hands dirty. And then they come away giving their, you know, seal of approval. And then you see the fund managers or the, the prop traders, like just start to, you know, they start to use it and then they like it. And then they, they first start trading on one market or two markets and then they provide a little liquidity. And so it just becomes this kind of positive flywheel that's gotten us to the point where we are today. Yeah. And then like to, to kind of echo your app chain pieces, like, it, it all depends, but for sure, it, there is a lot of overhead. I mean, people don't realize, you know, like bare case to run your own infrastructure. You're you're probably looking at like I don't know, at least uh, two million dollars a year. That's what we. That's what our our estimate was because it's not just the DevOps, it's not just the hardware, um, it's also the you know the the dedicated engineers and it's the token emissions because you've got to. You know, think of all of the people that you need to incentivize, you know, and if you're cynical, we could use the word bribe, but you essentially, you have to bribe validators. You have to, um, you have to, you know, bribe wallets and, and uh, block explorers and, you know, the, the, the relayers for IBC and everybody needs to get a cut and that cut has to come from somewhere. And really where that always comes from is from the token holders pockets, because how, the, how is all of this paid for? It's paid for through hyperinflation. And the, the same thing with um, the token economics of the liquidity pools is that if the liquidity pools aren't just naturally profitable, then what does a protocol have to do? They have to um, hyperinflate their own token in order to, um, you know, have a, you know, the, an, like an altcoin that um, is just distributed willy-nilly to, um, to LPs, so that even if, even though the 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 real yield may not be um, lucrative enough to be competitive in the general marketplace, um, and especially not competitive against the risk-free rate of staking uh, on Cosmos. Um, and so they have to add this constant sweetener, which then creates these, you know, down-only tokens. And that's kind of what really hit the Cosmos ecosystem very hard, is that, you know, if you're, um, you know, if, if, if the only reason that everybody's sticking around, you know, the um, waiting for the music to stop is is that their you know their the, the money printer goes burr and then it gets handed out to them so then uh, you know at at some point there's just no buying pressure 
and you just have these down only tokens. And I think that's where we, uh, as a community in Cosmos, um, really felt the pain of this bear market. And I think that a lot of lessons were learned. And I think that you know Osmosis is in a very uh, a good position with this transition through this bear market. You know, with the um, with the uh, taker fees that they've added. You know that they're uh, that that are being distributed to token holders, um, or you know, de delegated proof of stakers on the network, and it is um, you know, and then with uh, the atom token reducing its emissions. So I think that there's a lot of uh, of kind of like you know bull market fallacies, um, which proved to be inaccurate during the bear market, are now being corrected within Cosmos, uh, and we're going to see you know Cosmos. I'd call it Cosmos Gen 3. You know, if you think of like the Atom, um, you know, the, uh, the the Cosmos Hub with Atom, you know, as the first one, and then there was like the Kava and the Thor chain, and that was kind of all the family of uh, Cosmos, like Gen 1. And then you had Osmosis, which came out, and then, you know, all of the IBC collections, and then Osmosis becoming like the black hole of um, to suck up all the liquidity. Um, and liquidity begets liquidity. So that was kind of like the Gen 2 of Cosmos. And now we're about to see the revival of Gen 3, which is kind of sunsetting the app chain thesis and saying, you know, we can, um, we can leverage consumer applications that um, have, uh, you know, that have a rational um, or capitalistic um, economic models, uh, and they can leverage the no pun intended, they can leverage the, um, you know, the massive, uh, you know, plat the success platforms like Osmosis. Um, and that's, you know, that's where Levano, you know, positions itself is like, we are the prime example of where we are like the, the golden child success story um, of the, you know, of the, the future of Cosmos, like this is new Gen 3 model. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's uh, it's just <laughs> it's like a revival. Came, we're coming out of the ashes and we're we're back at it. And uh, yeah, it's 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 just really nice and it's fascinating to see. You know, I've never seen. I I don't think I've ever seen in my lifetime a, a, a token launch like Tia, and it's just been like going up nonstop. And it's you know it's pretty inflationary as well right now. And it's just like doesn't matter. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's like Tia Celestia is basically helping a lot of this too, and just get getting a focal point on uh, Cosmos because, like, it's just the fact like when tokens start ripping, you get more eyes on you, and um, you know, like, you, it might be the first time that someone's even used uh, used Osmosis or just Cosmos as a whole because they've seen objective just like melt people's faces, and, and then they see Celestia and all this stuff, and it, you know, it's it's good. It's always good because that's it's sometimes that's all it takes for, for everyone to realize like man like i've been sleeping on this ibc thing over the last couple of years like what why you know and then they go check it out and they're like this is a million times better than trying to get my ethereum off of eth over to an l2 and then use an l2 that's you know it, it's just i use everything but i've always thought that cosmos tech is the best like just it made sense to me i just felt safe using it you know, like I don't feel safe bridging over to anything else. Like I just don't. I'm like, man, this is it's just not a good experience. And and the fact that you have to really know all this stuff and you know, Cosmos is getting better. There's still a lot you need to know, obviously, but like it's it's getting better. 
because the I, I'm just really interested over the next year or so to see different account abstraction method, you know, methods where someone that's like just say like I'm just some random dude. It's like, hey man, like I got like some money I want to invest in, but I don't want to know seed phrases and all these wallet things. Can I just use like Lavana? I, I heard about this Lavana thing. Let me like check it out. But like, do I have to have this? Do I need to do this? Like, how can I get my money over there? Like, we just have to cut all that all that legwork out for those type of people because as as great as this market's been over the last like couple of months, I still don't think there's many new people into this space. I think it's like the people that have been in this space or like kind of went dormant because sadly that's how a lot of humans are. When the gun gets tough, they tap out. They go find other things to do. You know, it was the summertime mainly everywhere in the world, so they probably were just like out doing their thing, which rightfully so. Like the market. You didn't really miss much when it came to that, unless you wanted to keep learning, which I always advise. But anyhow, I just think it's a lot of the people that kind of went dormant for a while. I've, I've been tracking. There's an app where you can track like the the downloads for, of like Coinbase, and it, they've been they've been going up a little bit, but they're kind of just even compared to what they were. And uh, you know, maybe it takes bit you know Bitcoin to get back to all time high, then you just see millions and millions of new people coming in here because that's usually what it takes because no one really tracks anything except for like Bitcoin. So if Bitcoin goes to like sixty k or something, then you you can rest assured you're at your family event. You know, m- next Christmas if if uh, you know Bitcoin's at a hundred k, your 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 random family members will be asking you about it. That's when you know like we're we're in a full bull market is when random people start asking you about crypto, like your family members that like have no, that have no idea what's going on right now. They start asking you about crypto. Then, you know, we're in a bull market, like full fledged bull market. So. <laughs> oh, lost you. And now uh, anyone out there while, while uh, Jason's getting up here, if you have, or Jonathan, I should say, is coming back up. If you have any questions, you can raise your hand or just ask in the chat. I'll ask them for you if you don't want to speak. But go ahead, Jonathan. Yeah, sorry, I got rubbed, um, you know, by uh, by Twitter Spaces. Um, so, yeah, thanks for letting me back in. So, it's uh, yeah, I agree. There's a couple different points that you you mentioned. Um, one is is that there's no new participants in the market, and that's absolutely true. You know, the like the the whole. Uh, what we've seen is is that people went from a risk off environment um, to a risk on environment, but it was it's still the same people around the table. So we you know we haven't gotten to the point where um, you know the uh, like the you know you're getting hot picks from like the shoe shine guy you know at the on the on the corner or from your barber you know so the the froth level is uh, I think is is very low, and right now we're just at the point where people are saying. Uh, you know that uh, that there was exhaustion. That, that you know everybody that was going to leave has already left, and you know as many of the markets uh, work. And then this isn't just uh, you know this isn't only in the crypto market. This is just in all markets. That at some point everybody that was going to sell has already sold, and and then there's you know there's there's no there's no more negative catalysts that are in the market. You know everything, all the regulatory concerns is you know. The, the, we've we've been through them, um, and and now there's actually a lot of uh, of just pure fundamentals, just in terms of all of the tech stack that's been created over the last year and a half um, that drastically improves the product. And you know, and you mentioned it before, is like coming back and thinking of 2019, 2020, uh, using so many DApps, and you know, in, in the in the Ethereum ecosystem. Um, it is, 
uh, you know, it's like night and day in in the uh, the uh, in what's offered today. And even like when the Levana token was minted, and then you know the the, the token just having IBC kind of like turned on, and then getting to just transfer it over to Kajira, transfer it over to Injective, um, was like a magical experience. And that was something that you know it didn't have to be a bespoke bridge. It didn't have to you know be some type of like a wrapped token. It just worked, and it all worked from the same wallet, and and it was just a good experience. And even thing, little things like on ramps and you know backups for um, for for seed phrases, and um, you know, and uh, and mobile wallets are just in such a different place than we were in the last cycle. Uh, and and so it's it's almost like the table is set. You know, the 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 streamers and the balloons are all you know, waiting, uh, they're all on the walls. We've got the, the big, you know, uh, um, welcome, uh, you know, uh, banner up and we're just waiting for, you know, the next generation of, of people to come and to see everything that's been accomplished either since they left, um, you know, cause they were fair, they were fair weather fans or that they just didn't have a use case. And one of the things from a macro perspective, that's very interesting, um, especially since COVID is that, Milk costs thirty percent more than it did last cycle. You know, cottage cheese, rice, you know, lumber. Like to uh, 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 like to put a picnic bench in your in your backyard costs double what it cost just a few years ago. So these are things that um, that force people to look in the mirror and have conversations um, with themselves. You know, about macroeconomic policies. And it's, we always grew up like, you know, my, my father would, would tell me about how when he was a kid going to the movies, um, would, you know, going to the movies was, uh, you know, cost, uh, you know, it was 15 cents, you know, it was like 10 cents for a ticket and five cents for popcorn and a, and a drink. And, um, it was, uh, you know, and, and then you just kind of like live with that knowledge that like things used to be cheaper, but it's kind of like something that sits in the back of your head. But today, when you look at a Snickers bar and it's, you know, it's like it's 40 percent smaller than it was before and it's 20 percent more expensive, you pause and you think, um, what has happened to the dollar? What has happened to the buying to, to my buying power? And then when you kind of go down that rabbit hole, there's only one place that it really leads you to, because you know what? Nobody is buying gold and going to the supermarket and um you know, and and you know, doing commerce with gold coins, but it's just easier and easier today to actually um, live, travel, um, you know, invest, speculate, save, with it, to to really have an alternative financial ecosystem within the walls the walls of crypto, and it's so it, it and and because of the fact that it's you know primarily open source, um, there's this. Uh, you know, uh, Cambrian explosion of um, of net positive inventions that the traditional world of fintech, of financial technology, will never be able to compete with because they're always playing an old boys club game. It's always that the same few players have the rights to uh, have the rights to all of the customers, and they have almost zero need or interest in innovating. So, I mean, I think 
it's just inevitable. Like crypto is inevitable. We survived this uh, this last market, um, and it's just it, it's just it, exciting to kind of be on the forefront and to get to build in this space every day. And that's at least what you know brings me that that's what got me through the bear market, and that's what got through the the rest of the Levana team. And for you know many many months, um, it was unclear if we'd be able to get to launch, if there would be anybody around by the time that we launched. And so to be able to launch and to be able to launch a product where the um, the revenue streams are so obvious and so lucrative, where the decision making process governed by the community is um, you know is so, is not forced; it's just elegant. Like what markets should be open? What should the fees be collected? What should the max amount of leverage um, you know uh, that that's capable? Should there be burning mechanisms? Um, should there be um, uh, you know, merge mining or mesh security um, to be able to use the Levana token to be able to provide security to osmosis. Um, how do we want to interact um, with block space? Uh, do we want to uh, create a premium around blocks, block space? Do we want to uh, use the, the, the roll-up kits from uh, Celestia to be able to live on top of osmosis, but yet have, you know, 100x times uh, as fast um, uh, block time um, and be able to, you know, host our own order book and all of these other types of things. So it's a, it's a really fun, um, you know, it's, it's, it was dark for a while, but, uh, but now it's really fun. Yeah. It's just fun all around. Like, I mean, I know basic code, I'm not coding, but I mean, I understand what everyone's doing and uh, it's just like, you guys have, you're, you're messing around with Legos right now and there's so many, so many options you can do and that's why i've always loved cosmos like once i really started to understand what everything was and how it was and how modular it was and how different it is compared to what other people are building and, and you're not held you're not held hostage you can there's so much flexibility like you guys you know like if you technically wanted to build your own chain you could like if you want to deploy on other apps you can and it's just it's just cool to see it and um yeah i mean it's I, I, the the whole crypto thing that's how why i'm here you know i always look at blockchain as a decentralized accounting ledger and i've been in accounting and finance for a while now at least over a decade and i just see how rigged the game is and i was at a i was at a gathering last night and, and people were some people that i know they were like just talking to me about some things and gathering is um, that like a sort- coven of witches <laughs> i was at i was at a i was like i was at a witch gathering no i was uh <laughs> I was at a party and people were like talking and I like overheard a story about how annoying it was for them to go try to get money out of the bank because they went in like a cashier's check and all this stuff. And I was just laughing. I was thinking to myself, it's just so obnoxious. Like why you do what you do to make your money, which really all it is is like a symbolization of your time on planet Earth. And then for some other idiot to tell you what you can and can't do with your own time is just it to me is just mind boggling. Right. And um, that's why I always love this space and enjoy this space because all pretty much every human has a smartphone now. And it's just like, let's get with modern time, right? Like if I want to send you whatever I want to send you right now, you get it instantaneously. And I don't need someone to tell me I can't send you like a hundred bucks or something, you know, it's just, that's obnoxious. And yeah, crypto is a hundred percent inevitable. Like it just has to happen. It like it's like we would be going back decades to not have crypto move forward. You know, as as many times as boomers and sad. I'm not trying to be rude, but 
boomer politicians want to shout and pout from the rooftop like their day is over like it's gonna happen whether they want to you know let it happen right now or five ten years from now it's just inevitable you know like technology is inevitable it's the same thing back in 99 and 2000 when all the people were saying the internet was a scam it was for weirdos and it's not gonna work and blah 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 it's the same thing so like i've never been deterred from that factor i just was like man this is to me is a opportunity of a lifetime and i'm not going to sit back and be scared because some people that don't understand it want to just keep shouting and pouting you know and it's just it's there you know i'm going for it my thesis was worst case scenario it all went to zero then i have enough skills and mindset to go work a shitty job the rest of my life and be okay with that as well so like i wasn't i'm never deterred and um yeah i think we're just at the very onslaught of the you know I personally think the next couple of years are going to be very lucrative for, for those out there. There's going to be a lot of opportunity, a lot of new people. And um, I just, yeah, I'm not worried about it. So, you know, that there, that's that do, do what you want with that information, not financial advice, but I've been studying the markets for a long time. I mean, for 20 years now, and it's just a U.S. debt cycle, really. It's just, and it coincides with the Bitcoin happening. You know, people go, oh, "It's the Bitcoin happening." Really, whoever invented that understood the United States debt cycle. And I'm not trying to be some United States cavalier, but it controls the markets. And um, we, there's so many things going in the favor of the markets. The United States uh, presidential election in 24. Be kind of remiss to think that the, the the administration that's in right now won't do whatever it takes to have good numbers. You know, it's like that goes in the favor of crypto. Pretty much every scenario goes in the favor of crypto because it is an asset. And really, as an investor on the outside, like if you didn't have exposure to crypto, there really isn't anywhere to put your money to like potentially make money with it. Maybe real estate, maybe AI. But there's oh, real estate is so you know? illiquid, and it's, it's got it's such so a illiquid. barrier. And it, there's such a barrier. It's like okay, if I've got 10k, what real estate realistically can I put it in? I can put it in like some of these, you know, weird. Um, you know, it's like part, like a, you know, partial, it's like an ETF of like an apartment complex, but it's a, you know, then, okay, I can trade it with like the other 300 people that are involved in there. And it's like, you know, and, and it's, it's tied down to such a physical location, like a, you know, a hurricane or, you know, a bad, uh, you know, um, a, a, like a, a bad governor can just like completely ruin it. And, um, and so there, there isn't, there just isn't anywhere to put money today. I, I agree completely. And as you said, you know, about the boomer um, government, I think that, you know, today there's uh, like, I, I remember, uh, you know, I've been learning Chinese now for um, maybe about five months and it's, um, you know, so I'm, uh, they've got a solid streak going uh, on Mandarin with, with, uh, with Duolingo and, and kind of the focus there is that uh you know it, i used to see you know i've been in this industry what for seven years now almost eight years and it used to be that really california was the um the majority of business development within crypto and san francisco was like this massive hub of crypto and today it's it's could that's that whole scene has completely uh, like disappeared Hey, you know, you just have like vapor fumes of what used to happen. And that's because of just awful policy making by, you know, by, you know, the, the, the current administration that has just been hell bent on, you know, protecting things like FTX and, you know, and potentially destroying things like, 
you know, Uniswap. Um, and, and, it's, uh, and it really is just kind of like, you know, pay, paying back into their own pocket. And it's really um, dangerous to be involved in crypto in the United States today. You know, the, the, the stories that uh, you hear from um, people that, you know, tra- like nobody wants to be, you know, uh, on their way with their kids to Disney World. And then, you know, you get a black bag kind of, you know, covered over your head and you get sweeped off into a van and then they can just hold you for as long as they want um, without pressing any charges or anything. Because, you know, you could be an enemy of the state or things like that. It's crazy what is happening, um, you know, for, for builders uh, against the American regime. Um, and so it's, uh, I highly recommend any, anybody that, um, is involved in crypto, um, please, you know, that, that is, uh, on American soil to reach out to your, um, local government body, whether it's your Senator or governor and, to you know, speak to them, write to them, uh, communicate with them. That's, that's the beauty of, of, you know, the foundation of what America was built on, that it's supposed to re- represent the people. And I think that we've kind of lost that. But, the, but it's not gone entirely. And, you know, whereas, um, you know, a, a few years ago, five years ago, it was like one out of maybe every 30 business meetings was with a native speaking, you know, Chinese person. Today, it's maybe one out of two, maybe one out of three. You know, you're in a room with a bunch of, you know, highly educated, um, uh, you know, people from Hong Kong or Singapore or Taiwan um, that, you know, are in, uh, that that are part of an ecosystem where, their, um, you know, their, their politicians want the, to be hubs of this technology. And, and, it's, uh, and I think Dubai is also really putting itself in a very favorable position. You know, I've been to Dubai, I don't know, maybe a dozen times in the last uh, two years. And it's just been amazing to see how the crypto ecosystem is there. And I have a, a buddy of mine is from uh, uh, Lebanon uh, originally. And he's been now for, I think, three years in Dubai. And he was saying that crypto saved his family. Um, it really saved his family because they instituted when the uh, when the government went bankrupt, they closed the banks down, they nationalized all the banks, and they put a limit of each family was allowed to withdraw a hundred dollars worth of the local currency a day, and you weren't allowed to do anything with the U.S. dollar. And and it's a it's a very similar thing in Turkey. And I was in Turkey for. Um, for Cosmoverse like two months ago, and the uh, just economy is in shambles. Um, hyperinflation is so rampant that when you go to the supermarket, um, everything has like little whiteboards on it for what the price is. And then they look at what the exchange rate is, and then they tell you how much a kilo of grapes or apples or, you know, or how much a, a, a bottle of milk costs, because it needs to be, because the, the local currency is so um, unstable that it just has to be updated on a daily basis. And the same thing, I was in Egypt um, about a year ago. Uh, we you know, went there with, uh, with my family and um, we, and it was the same thing. It was that uh, everybody, like inflation was 40% in one year. And, you know, people were telling me, they were just imagine waking up and you found out that the government, you had $100,000 in your bank account that you had, you know, worked your whole life to save that. Um, and, and now the government took, Forty thousand, you know, forty thousand dollars of that. So now you only have sixty thousand dollars, and these are this is the reality that so many people in the world are living with, and you know, I think back to myself, like one of the like besides for just that light bulb that went off that got me into um, into uh, Bitcoin. I think of you know, I got uh, uh, one day I woke up 
and my Robinhood account was shut down but for no reason. I have no, to this day, I have no idea why they shut it down. They just, they, you know, they were like, nope, you can't be a customer here anymore. Um, and, you know, customer support doesn't want to talk to you and you have no idea what the problem is. And um, it is, uh, you know, and so that's what um, really got me into the Terra ecosystem because there was ways that I, you know, that there were, there were stocks, they were all synthetic stocks. Um, but, you know, I could, I could have a position in Apple and in Microsoft and, you know, in Tesla um, through uh, protocols on, on Terra. And so it was like a no brainer for me. It was like, okay, look, if the, uh, you know, if the, if the old guard is not going to let me ha have a place where I can, um, you know, hedge against inflation, then I'm going to find somewhere else that is going to let me. And it was just kind of down the rabbit hole. And that, that was my actual entrance into uh, the Cosmos ecosystem was through Terra. Yeah, it's so criminal to think about inflation because, like, it, it, people that maybe that, that may not realize it truly what inflation is. Because I think, like, some people go, "Okay, yeah, stuff costs more," but I just look at it from the a time perspective, right? You have to work and sacrifice so much time of your life, right, to just make whatever is at the time what it, the exchange rate is. And then it's like, well, you know what? Your time is no good here anymore. You, you're screwed, and we're going to charge you a 40% bump on that. It's like, well, now it's like you have to work more to make less, and everything costs more. And um, it, only, it only helps the people that have already have, had the racket in the game, you know, like that basically got to where they were at, and they have a little country club atmosphere with the rest of their little posse you know and it's like this is just not fair and that's why i've devoted so much time and effort i put in on you know as i'm on, we're here on sunday you know kicking it but most days monday through friday i'm putting in 15 hour days because i i know it's making a difference i've you know spoke with people throughout the world and like you said it's saved people and it really is and it's just it's embarrassing that inflation's really even a thing but it, i can understand a little bit of it but not not where you're, like you said, in Turkey, where people have whiteboards and they have to update it every few minutes because, you know, every hour on the dot or something because the inflation's out of control. And really, I mean, inflation's all man-made, right? It's just all man-made. And that's what's cool about crypto. Maybe there's inflationary assets, but you understand the total supply, the max supply. And then um, the people well, you that understand own the it, rules. And you have... Yeah, you understand the rules the of rules. engagement. Exactly. exactly. You understand. <clears throat> and and yeah, I think that like, this, uh, what happened with Adam, sorry, we've got a little bit of a delay. I didn't mean to cut you off. But what happened with Adam, you know, this Adam fork that's coming up. And by the way, the first place that you're going to be able to leverage trade Adam one, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the upcoming fork of Adam, uh, you're going to be able to leverage trade it long and short um, on Levana protocol. So we're super excited about that because it's, uh, this is really the ethos um, and, you know, and value drivers of the system of, of the industry is that it doesn't matter whether you agree, um, you know, with the, the concept of the fork or you disagree with the concept of the fork. People that do feel like there should be a fork and there should be a change or, or there, there shouldn't be a change to the economic policy of Adam um, should have the right to be able to express that um, and, and actualize that. And, uh, and those that, that don't want to, participate it won't need to and this kind of takes me back to you know 2017 with uh you know bitcoins um you know with the the, the new york proposition um and then the block space uh you know um contention and then the, you know kind of the conscientious fork 
which then resulted in uh, in uh, Bitcoin Cash. So these are, um, you know, they they might be annoying, and people I think a lot of people are turned off by some of the governance drama that happens within Cosmos. But ultimately, I think that this is what um, is a testament of how important and how valuable um, the Cosmos ecosystem is, and how valuable the uh, you know the crypto ecosystem is as a whole. That we the people get to be get to have a voice. Yeah, and as as much as yeah, totally. I, I like a little bit of drama. Not personally, I don't I don't stir up drama, but I think it's good as a whole. You can see both sides of the table and. Yeah, I mean, if people think it's bad, then Adam One might be your place, and that's cool that you can basically long it, short it, whatever you want to do. And not that I'm not enjoying this conversation totally, but I know a lot of people probably are like, "Hey, like, what's tell me more about the Lavana token, the airdrop?" You know, people love airdrops. I love airdrops. Who doesn't love airdrops? So how's how's that all working? Like, are, I know you'll have probably liquidity on Osmosis. Like, what's the timetable on all this? And like, how how does one participate to to maximize potential on uh, Levon, L, LVN and any alpha would be would be uh, greatly appreciated. I, I would bet and assume from everyone, including myself. Well, so the the first thing is is that the LVN token is minted on Osmosis. You know, we are uh, really proud to be um, probably the the first major project that is uh, minting a token. Um, as you know, as as a major DeFi protocol um, on Osmosis, I think that this really is a testament to the Osmosis team transition from being like an app chain um, to being an app ecosystem and to being a DeFi hub and liquidity hub of Cosmos. And you know, as you said earlier in the conversation, you know, the fact that um, that you don't really need uh, Adam, you know, to to succeed on um, Cosmos. I think everybody agrees you need osmosis to succeed. Like if the the cosmos if the the cosmos hub and atom disappeared tomorrow, um, we wouldn't. You know, maybe there'd be like a blip, but but we would get through it. If osmosis disappeared tomorrow, I think that we'd be in shambles and we wouldn't know how to really um, recover as the cosmos ecosystem. So ultimately, you know, we're we're very proud to be minted on osmosis and um, you know and to align the long term interest. Um, of taking the liquidity that is, is naturally attracted to osmosis and giving it more use cases. Um, and the, the fact that now you can hedge on osmosis, that you can get you know massive, that the, the best is on osmosis through Levana is, um, is, is not just uh, showing that there, what, the, what the trend is as the ecosystem within Cosmos grows and the important uh, role that uh, Osmosis plays in that. So the, um, you know, the, the, the airdrop um, is going to be the Osmosis wallets and it will be um, you know, primarily, uh, so there's, there's three phases and the, the, the airdrop is going to occur over the next six months. So the first phase is called the family phase. And so that's going to be to um, Lavana's legacy community uh, you know, which uh, participated in the GameFi, um, which was originally on Terra and then uh, later was on Juno. Um, and then it's uh, also going to be to the actual traders and LPs um, on Osmosis. So, you know, they'll, uh, you know, those, uh, those players are going to get, you know, the bulk of the airdrop. Um, and we've had about 13,000, 
you know, people that have, uh, you know, that have used Levana over the last four months. So that's a, a nice size uh, group. I don't think that the Levana airdrop is going to be uh, necessarily as uh, it try to compete um, in terms of just sheer size with some of the larger projects like, you know, Celestia is a, it was a massive uh, airdrop and, you know, it was a Binance listing and things like that. So I don't think that the the, the goal is necessary to, to compete there, but rather to compete from the economic perspective that um, that the fees accrued to Levana, um, which then, you know, subsequently will be, you know, in the future um, uh, under the jurisdiction of the Levana token holders, um, I, I, you know, are going to, I estimate, are going to dwarf, uh, you know, things like, you know, ecosystems like Pith and, and, and Celestia, but, you know, that, that's just pure conjecture. There's nobody has a crystal ball, but just in terms of uh, the, the economic models and just the, the, the sheer um, uh, insane amount of focus of building something that's capital efficient and, and earns the types of fees like what Levana and, and what uh, Osmosis, because Osmosis is like a, you know, a fee printer right now as well. So I think that uh, we'll probably be in you know, first place and second place and, and continue that forward. So that's, that's where we're focusing on the first stage of the airdrop is just like the, the family phase. The second one, which is going to come out in Q1 of next year, is going to be the friend phase. So that's going to be a celebratory phase for the DGENs of the Cosmos ecosystem. So traders on Helix, traders on, um, uh, on, uh, on Astroport, on uh, Finn and Manto and Kajira. So they, on Stargaze, they will be the you know, the, the primary focus of the second phase of the airdrop. And then the third is really the expansion phase where how can we bring as many users to the, that, that are currently on ETH layer twos into the Osmosis ecosystem and trading with leverage on Levana? Uh, how can we bring as many as possible? And that's going to be the third phase, which, you know, is designed fairly for Q2. And we've broken this up into three phases with kind of like a, a long-term time preference because we recognize that it's going to take time to get this right. Um, and we want to be able to be nimble and, um, you know, and responsive to the needs of the community and the needs of the market. So that, that's, that's the airdrop. And the airdrop is, is scheduled, um, please God, to launch this week. You know, there's still uh, technical work that needs to be done to make sure that, that it happens. There is a sign-up form, airdrop.levana.finance. Um, at this point, we've had about 30, 35,000 people that have signed up for it. So probably about, you know, a little bit less than half of those um, are actually eligible for phase one. And um, we will, uh, and then obviously there's a lot of bots. So there's, you know, a good amount of work to filter out the bots. You know, we saw like even yes, you know, I, think, I don't know if it was yesterday or two days ago, we saw somebody, you know, created um, like a thousand different accounts and like opened one position. It wasn't a thousand, but it was, you know, it was a few hundred accounts and then like opened one position with, uh, you know, with each of uh, those accounts, like, you know, clearly just an airdrop hunter. So all of those tactics are being aggressively filtered out because, you know, unfortunately today airdrops have gone from a community building exercise to um, an institutional profitable exercise where you have these, you know, farms in Southeast Asia, uh, not like farms for growing, you know, uh, you know, uh, mangoes, but, uh, you know, farms for just, uh, you know, farming airdrops. And they have these like crazy, you know, rows of, of, uh, of Android phones with like thousands of Android phones that all have different IP addresses. And it's just a nasty cat and mouse game. So I think we're, we're probably due as an industry to figure out ways to revamp 
the uh, you know the to bring the airdrop mechanism back to what it uh, originally was meant to do, which is to be a community bolster um, and a means of uh, you know customer acquisition. Uh, and I think that that's you know something that Lavana is excited to be at the forefront in terms of thought and experimentation. And you know we'll launch um, you know the uh, the osmosis pool um, is scheduled to go live tomorrow. Um, it's going to start initially with uh, with relatively low liquidity, but there will be um, liquidity rewards uh, for you know for those that provide liquidity, and um, and there will also be um, you know a, a gate IO um, you know campaign and an MEXC campaign, uh, and then you know over the course of the next week you know we'll probably have a pull on Astroport and on Helix and you know other places, and there's a few other. Uh, centralized exchanges that have been, you know, really excited to be able to, um, you know, to to be able to have access to the governance token, and so some of that is, um, still up in the air. But I think that the, you know, kind of getting over this hump, um, and getting the token out into people's hands, and then being able to, you know, focus on the evolution of, you know, governance transitioning from a foundation to. Uh, you know, control of the people is something that's exciting. And we look at, you know, some of our predecessors like DYDX, it took them about four years um, to really transition to a community-led uh, infrastructure, um, which is still a process that they're going through today. So we're, you know, hopeful that it's not going to take anywhere nearly as long because, you know, there's a phrase that, you know, the early, uh, you know, the, the early bird gets the worm, but in many cases in our industry, you know, it's the second mouse that gets the cheese. You know, it's a, so so being kind of seeing what Kajira is doing with their token economics, what Osmosis is doing with its token economics, what DYDX is doing with its token economics, even Axelar with its burn, uh, you know, methodology where they take the fees that are collected and then they, you know, burn the tokens. It, you know, it would be a late stage um, Lavana, and Lavana, you know, is, again, is an acronym for leveraging the asset, which, you know, the goal of Lavana is, is essentially to, Become a permissionless platform where, just like with Uniswap, anybody can launch their own uh, their own spot market. So the goal of Lavana is to be a platform where anybody can launch any um, you know leverage market. So uh, governance minimization is an ultimate goal um, because uh, you know as we've seen with many networks, uh, governance can be an attack vector as well. So as we kind of uh, uh, transition into an on-chain governance model on top of Osmosis. Um, we're excited ultimately, you know, to see, I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm not sure how to phrase it without, uh, you know, sounding uncouth, but ultimately to see the death of the Lavana token just, you know, through, um, you know, through, uh, it, it, uh, you know, through uh, fees being able to um, remove it from the market entirely. So there's a lot of uh, experience, there's a lot of innovation in this design space from the economic model. Um, from the distribution model and the governance model. And one of the things that Lavana has always prided itself on is not being afraid to, to try new things and to do things differently than other, than other protocols have done. And that's what we're going to continue to focus on. Wow, man, that was uh, a lot to untangle. You did your thing right. <laughs> the good, good stuff. And I just wanted to shout out, we have over 100 people who are spending their Sunday listening to us. So shout out to all you guys. I really appreciate the support. 
I don't, I don't ever ask this, but I guess I got to start doing this just because I want more people to hear this conversation, maybe hear about the, the airdrop and all the things that we shared regarding, you know, cosmos as a whole. I think we, we untangled a lot. There's a lot of value. So, you know, I guess I'm going to do it. I, I, I usually never do this, but if you could, if you guys can just give it a like and a little retweet would really, really appreciate it. But even so, like I said, I really appreciate you guys spending your Sunday. I haven't done a Sunday show in a long time, but it just felt right. I used to do them every Sunday, really, really good vibes. Uh, Sunday's usually like the only day where I somewhat don't do any crypto, but that's kind of out the window now with the markets doing what it's doing. It's more fun to spend more Sundays uh, staring at my screen and talking crypto with people. So anyhow, no, that's that's awesome. I think um, having like permissionless markets would be really badass, honestly. And then the fact that, you're building potentially the token to to give value with fees in the future. So like my thing is none of this is financial advice, but if you're getting an airdrop and you're essentially going to be getting fees from a, a platform that already has surpassed a billion dollars in trading volume, it's and me being a math guy, it probably doesn't make any sense to sell your airdrop. <laughs> it's just like a long-term investment for, getting an airdrop you know that's how i look at it and the fact what you were talking about earlier it's funny you were saying about the thousand people having farms and android phones there's a team it's actually in, it's a it's in testnet right now it's in cosmos called galactica they're building out like a decentralized society and tooling to have like reputation on chain which i think would essentially mitigate or for the most part eliminate any of that because you'd be able to see you know, on-chain activity. Did this person vote on something three, uh, two years ago? Did they provide LP ever in osmosis? Did they do this? Like, you can have such a diverse criteria for your airdrop as opposed to like, oh, well, this new this new wallet just started up and they opened up a thousand positions and uh, for for $10 each, you know? Like, you, it's so obvious what people are doing. And I, I agree with that thesis where it does seem just as a whole in this space that airdrop farming has become essentially like a job right like you can actually make when i'm in the you can make That's a funny. lot of you can make a lot of money by just maybe devoting an hour a month or just an hour one day you could probably make a lot especially if you have some skin in the game you could probably make your capital back plus more and uh, I'm not going to hurt hurt the hurt the players out there that are participating in the rules. I mean, that's the rules of engagement. You might as well do it. But I do think that me personally, if I was doing an airdrop and it was like, hey, would you rather just give some well a big airdrop because they put 100k liquidity on your platform or whatever the criteria is? Like, I I feel like they still should get some because you know that they need they need to be taken care of. This doesn't go around unless people have deep pockets. But I also think you're customer acquisition your community building your your, honestly kind of like free marketing and vibes and everything else it's probably better for people that are just doing things they're participating in the ecosystem they've been using osmosis since day one or like over the last year or two and you know i think those people in my opinion are more valuable than someone that just kind of like hits and runs you know or mercenary capitals protocols and things like that so that's just my take on all of it but I I, I I agree completely, and I think that. Uh, but what's what the beauty of it is is that, um, and I, I forget which, uh, um, you know, uh, market analyst said this um, that you know the market is always a in a transition a transitional period between those that 
have a short-term time preference and those that have a long-term time preference. Um, so it always goes from the people that are impatient to the people that are patient. And generally, you the people that are patient outperform the people that are impatient. And you always think that you can you know catch the falling knife or that you can call the top or you can mark the bottom. Um, but uh, you know you never you, you never really know. Uh, and you kind of if you as as long as you have skin in the game if you if you think that um, you know if you think that um, we're only going to be at, at the levels that we're at today or lower, you know, I, I, three years from now, then you, what do you, I, I'm, I question what you're doing in this space in the first place. But if you think, you know, in three years from now, we're going to be at a much stronger place of adoption, much better place in terms of technology, much better place in terms of uh, economic design principles and implementations, then it's, uh, it's really hard to justify I'm taking a short-term time preference with anything, you know, and especially with airdrops. No, I agree. Like that was, that's been basically one of the main questions that I ask myself, you know, all the time when I look at the the space as a whole. And since I've been in it, you know, has the tech improved? Yes. Is there more people in it? Yes. During the bear market, did more people provide and were participating in DeFi compared to the, the previous bear market? Absolutely. You know, like the, the numbers are there, you know, the growth is there. And just imagine, you know, this market, like I was saying earlier, it's going to just take because sadly, people are lazy. They don't do any research. That's just how humans are. And except for the people in here, obviously, you're still early. But people see, you know, the, the mass media will be talking about Bitcoin when Bitcoin hits like 60K or whatever. And everyone's going to pique their interest. And maybe they go finally get a Coinbase account or a Binance account or whatever. And then you're going to see just mass new people asking you like the most simplistic questions. And you may think, man, that's that's a dumb question. But we are all there at once. You know, all I ask for people is to try to help others out. You know, like that's been my mission and prerogative since day one. And if the return, you know, the favor ever gets returned, great. You know, but I'm always just trying to help people because I do think like this is the only space that can right all the wrongs of, you know, won't be perfect. No, nothing ever will be. But this is a game where you can all participate in whether you have $10, $10 million. And it really, like, the rules are the rules. Like, the code is law. And it doesn't just, you know, you can't do some backdoor stuff. I mean, I guess technically you still can a little bit in theory, but it's just way more fair than the system that we've all been just born into that's not fair whatsoever. And it's just inevitable. And I, I always have to think like that just from my accounting perspective, because I just see how just rigged it is like on a day to day. It just makes me sick. <laughs> so I really firmly believe it that this is our last chance to, to, for humans to like, I don't know, just get a more fair system and something that has more cohesion between us. And it just has to happen. It will happen. I have to think like that. But no, like on a technical side, yeah, I mean, the tech is improving drastically. You know, and um, it's still not there yet, but it's getting there. And um, yeah, man, I just appreciate everyone that tunes in, listens to the spaces afterwards, asks questions, helps others. Like it just takes us all, man. And um, I don't really have much else to say besides I thank your time too, Jonathan. It was a great conversation. I think we covered a lot. I wish nothing but the best for Levon and Osmos with Cosmos, all of crypto, you know. Well, thank you. Yeah, if there's uh, any questions from the audience, you know, I'd love to answer some specific questions, uh, but if if not, you know, then uh, we can call it a, you know, a, 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 every we can wish everybody a wonderful Sunday.
Yeah, so there is some in the comments. Uh, we kind of covered this one. Will the token have revenue sharing mechanism? I think that would be a yes. We kind of we're going over that, right? Well, it's a non initially, you know, and, and I think that the design space for how best to align the incentives of the ecosystem uh, with uh, with its participants is something that uh, there are a few very well designed models. And what's important for Lavana is that the community plays a big role in the decision making here and that uh, we uh, allow for ourselves to, to innovate. So instead of just trying to, you know, nail down and say like, oh, we're doing it X, Y, and Z, um, we're, we're rather expressing what are some of the, the protocols that inspire us and how we intend to innovate beyond what they've accomplished. And, you know, we mentioned uh, the osmosis model, the Kajira model, um, the, the DYDX model, the GMX model. Uh, and, and so if you're familiar with any of those models, um, you know, then, then please come and participate in the conversation, uh, you know, to, cre to create something that is, uh, you know, is, um, is innovative and powerful. Yeah. And then, like the thing about it is like if you participate and you actually get the airdrop, I mean, essentially you can help form the direction of the, of the protocol. So that's, that's what's so cool about crypto. You know, you can buy one share of Apple, right. Or one share of Microsoft. You have no say like, Oh, cool. You get to vote your little minuscule vote. It does nothing. You, you mean nothing. You know, it's like this space, there's, there's so much more traction when you actually participate in, yeah, people that own more obviously have a little bit more say because that's just how it's always going to be. But it's way more fair. But anyhow, the other question that someone asked, I it says, will the liquidity pool on Osmosis be capped to get the free LVN tokens? Thanks. That was from Jazzy D. So it is um, a, the so we initially had designed a uh, like a lock drop method. Um, but it uh, it you know for for numerous reasons it was chosen to not go with that kind of direct uh, farmable approach for many of the reasons that we said before we wanted something that was more democratic um, that would allow more people to be able to participate in the uh, creation of the um, initial liquidity pool so if you are interested in that uh, you know the, the the pool will be um, uh, LVN backed by Osmo. And I think we have a backlog of maybe like 400 people that have, you know, pinged us. We, we just, it's a, it might've been na naivety on our end, but we didn't expect so many people, um, you know, to, to argue as to why they, you know, should be participating in it. So we're taking time to, um, you know, to, to, to really uh, interact with everybody, um, try and filter out, you know, who's a real person and who's not, um, who has long-term uh, interest in the health of the protocol and and who doesn't and um, and so we'll we'll do our best to, to really address all of those uh, you know inbounds you know over the next you know twelve hours and hopefully get some sleep as well you know I know I think I slept like three hours last night uh, just with all the prep work so it's a little bit a uh, little bit overwhelming on the the, the human level but uh, you know the adrenaline keeps us going. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's sleeping right now. I, I put a I put out a little funny fill in the blank the other day. I was just bored, and I said like, if crypto had a mascot, what would it be? And I went first, and I said raccoons because like I guarantee you, all of us look like raccoons right now, man. Like we're all yeah. puffy eyes, really shitty sleep. Uh, like la like last night, I I I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was like, man, wide awake. I come down, 
I got a, my office. I got like a ranch. So I come down to my office. I'm sitting here messing around on Twitter and searching and looking at the charts. And it's it's a Sunday at you know five five o'clock in the morning. It's like, what am I doing? This is like the only day I actually do get to sleep. And um, you know, I'm up. And then I right before the space, I, I maybe got like thirty more minutes of sleep. But it, yeah, it's just exciting, man. It's uh, the the other. I guess my question is. For the most part, on liquidity pools on osmosis, generally there's like external incentives. Is are you guys thinking about doing something like that, like loading it up for some yes. externals? Yeah, there will be. Yeah, there will be externals, and hopefully they will go live tomorrow. Um, there is, uh, um, yeah, it's uh, that. That's the goal. You know, the timing. I'm I'm very apprehensive about um, nailing down the timing because. You know, it always takes longer to test things and, you know, there's always back and forth and there's multiple teams involved. But the, the goal is to, you know, have uh, over the next 24 hours to have the pools open up um, to the public and to uh, have uh, incentive re- rewards available there. And, and then the other thing. Awesome. The other thing, too, I think this morning when I was looking on your Twitter, is, is there something posted on Osmosis? You guys have some sort of active proposition or like what? Well, yes, so we will. Yes. So we um, will go, I think, on chain tomorrow um, with a proposal for a million dollars of of Osmo liquidity in the um, Levana pool. And the idea there is that um, it will be a loan swap, which is similar to. Um, how Axelar and uh, and Stargaze uh, launch their tokens on Osmosis, and so if you are a staker um, and a voter on Osmosis, please uh, when keep a lookout on your Kepler or Leap wallet for that proposal going live, and you know read it and you know uh, get the vote out. Even if you vote, you know a, a no, you know take the time to explain why you think it should be a no. Um, but I really hope that uh, you know the 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 proposal has been live for about five days now on the Osmosis forum, and it's gotten a lot of uh, really great feedback. It's been through many different iterations to try and address some of the concerns of the community. The conversation has been very public focused, and the, the goal is, is to create something where um, essentially a uh, million dollars of Osmo will be deposited into the pool paired with Lavana. Um, at whatever the you know the market rate is in in roughly you know a week week and a half you know after some froth settles and then um about three months out uh the loan will be repaid back to the community pool on osmosis um in lvn token which is the lavana governance token and the goal for that is to ensure that there's deep liquidity on this pool that there's low slippage and that there's ample skin in the game and alignment between the osmosis community and the Lavana protocol itself. So we've got a lot of people. It was actually suggested by Sonny himself. Uh, you can, uh, you know, there's there's a spaces that we had, and you know, he pitched it on the spaces, um, and it was, uh, you know, it was very well received, and and so it, it made its way to governance. Yeah, I mean, and, and just as a whole, like maybe you're someone listening, and you're like, I, you know, I like airdrops. There has been, and I'm not insinuating Levana is going to do this. Maybe, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But uh, 
there has been times as, as a cosmonaut voting on different pr- proposals has, has qualified you for bonuses or how it might even just have been an airdrop. Like Cosmos, you could say this, and I'm not just being some sort of Cosmos maxi, but there's no other ecosystem in, in crypto that's as active in governance. You know, people might say, well, there's a lot of drama in Cosmos. Well, because people care, man. They, they do. You could see by the quorums, like how many proposals. Like last time I looked, you can't quote me, there was almost 700 proposals on Osmosis and Osmosis only launched in June of 21. So that's a lot of proposals, man. Like people care, you know, it's like they want to, they want to, and that's the thing. That's the beauty. If you own tokens and you stake, like you literally, you have a say. So I always recommend to do it, man. It takes three seconds. Go, go vote and, and don't just smash buttons. Like think about it and actually have logic behind it, but it, it, it matters, man. And, and, um, People have got airdrops. I know I have for voting on particular random proposals. Like, you know, people take a snapshot. Hey, the prop sixty-eight, blah blah blah. Let's see who voted on it, and then you get some airdrop from it. Like, you never know. Uh, you're, you, people do value your 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 opinions in this space, especially in Cosmos. And that's one of the things that I've always valued and appreciated about Cosmos is really truly how communitarian it is. It's just like co. It, it's just like coincides with my values like i i believe people should have a say i think um as i get older i'm more uh, you know not politically i'm just saying i'm i think i'm i think of myself more libertarian and i think people should be able to do whatever the hell they want to do you know as long as you're not like murking someone like i feel like whatever you know my neighbors can do whatever the hell they want i don't care and um that's how this space should be that's how the monetary system should be you should be able to you work your ass off you know to get your money like you should be able to do whatever you want with it and that's kind of how i believe and i think this space is like the only space that can kind of offer that because if you don't like a place or you don't like an asset or an ecosystem you can just take your take your assets and go somewhere else you know like (laughs) that's that's the beauty of it but i'm getting a little off track i um i don't think i have any other questions but i i would vote yes on it and i'm not just trying to kiss ass i think having deep liquidity and you guys obviously added value to the to osmosis like substantially and i i think there's other apps as well that it's become like you said earlier it's not just like an like initially it was just the dex right it was like an app chain it was the first app chain ever built for a dex and it was kind of the only thing now it's like an app it's like a financial app ecosystem and i'm and i'm all for it you know I think it's it, it was a great addition. Uh, you guys have great vibes. Like I, I met your guys down at the Osmo Con a couple of years ago or a year and a half ago, and yeah, it's it's it, aesthetically too. Like the it looks good. Like the um, the platform looks good. It feels good. Uh, so yeah, you got that going too. And the the the, the uh, mascot's awesome. I like the mascot. So <laughs> it's all good, man. Good vibes. Awesome. Yeah. So I'll end with a with a little background story of the mascot. You know the. The dragon is the mascot of uh, Lavana, which is the perfect mascot. You know, it just in, in, in terms of, um, you know, first of all, from a meme perspective, um, you know, it's, a, it's an animal, which is always fun. Um, and the, uh, you know, dragon could definitely eat a dog. Um, and the, you know, the, the dragon in Eastern culture is a symbol for good luck, for life, um, for prosperity, for you know wealth, um, and uh, and then within Western culture, it's a symbol of death and destruction. Um, you know, it captures princesses and it, it burns down villages and hoards gold. And that kind of dualistic nature is exactly what leverage is. 
it can be the best thing that ever happened to you. It can be the worst thing that ever happened to you. You know, everybody that's got, that I know that's just been financially wrecked in the markets, leverage was somehow um, involved. And at the same time, everybody I know that um, has really made, um, you know, life-changing gains, you know, has done so through leverage because leverage uniquely allows you to turn your uh, conviction and sentiment um, into a position size. Whereas if I've got a hundred bucks in my pocket, I can only go out and buy a hundred bucks of Bitcoin. But if I've got a hundred bucks of, of, uh, in my pocket, the, the leverage exposure that I can have can be orders, literally orders of magnitude. And we offer at Levana 30x leverage on uh, Bitcoin. And so those, uh, you know, that you can, you're not limited to buy how, mu- buy how much liquid capital is in your pocket. Rather, you're only limited by the extent of your conviction. So the dragon is the perfect mascot for it. It's fun to put on your you know, Twitter handle um, to show support. It's uh, definitely fun with uh, you know, all this AI artwork. Um, and, uh, and, and we're just excited. You know, and, and, and soon enough, um, funny enough, you know, the Chinese New Year is coming up. And do you know what the, the, the next year is? The year of the dragon? It is the year of the dragon. There we go. So we're, we're, we're excited for it. Hey, my, my last question is kind of Le- Levana related. I used, I still have it. I got to find it. It's, I have an NFT on Juno. What can I do with it? Just keep it. You know, that's if you participated in, uh, in our, um, you know, the GameFi NFTs that we had from Terra and Juno. So then you'll be eligible for um, an, uh, an airdrop. It's actually our largest airdrop is going to, you know, our OGs that Let's participated go. in those games. So. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be, uh, you know, so just, uh, you actually just make sure that you sign up, uh, you accept the terms of service for the airdrop at, at airdrop.lavana.finance. Um, and then, you know, it's just going to, there's no extra steps. There's no, you know, headache or overhead. It's, you know, the tokens will just appear in your wallet. And hopefully that will be, you know, over, over the course of the, you know, before this weekend. So that would essentially, uh, it would just appear on osmosis on assets then, I would assume, right? Yes. That's yep, what, yeah, exactly. that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Because you don't have to worry. You just go click assets, it's going to be shown on there, which is great. No, that's awesome. Because yep. I, I just was thinking about that. You you mentioned it earlier about the NFT, and I thought about that. Man, I remember I have an NFT from a long time ago on Juno of you guys. <laughs> so I got to go check that out. Sure, for sure. Awesome. So thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, thanks everybody for listening and enjoy your Sunday. And I look forward to this, uh, this week and, you know, all the work that we've done the last three years, it's just to get a seat at the table. You know, I feel like so many projects, um, the crescendo is when their token launches, uh, you know, and then they kind of like check out, you know, halfway, uh, or sometimes even more than halfway. But we're so excited. You know, Lavana made the choice that we weren't going to launch a token until we had a product that had proven itself. And at $1 billion of total trading volume with zero incentives, with, you know, with uh, annualized revenue, assuming zero growth in a bear market of, you know, $10 million a year, um, this is, test, uh, you know, testament that the product that we built is a success. It, and it's a unique success. And so now we're excited to really start. Everything right now has just been preamble, and now the project really gets to start. So I'm excited to start it with all of you.
Yeah, man, that's awesome. Congratulations, too. I, I, because I'm in all the groups, you know, I'm in that Cosmos BD group. And yeah, man, like <laughs> it was, it was morbid. It was dark. And there was a very, maybe at the very end of the tunnel, there was a little bit of light. And I think we're like in the light now. And, um, the thesis is kind of prevailing right now. So I'm excited for that. I'm I'm just appreciative of all the people that stick around that they understand what what was been going on over the last couple of years and all the things that were being built and still believing in it. You know, we could all be wrong still, but I think we're not. And it's just exciting, man. It's just way it's just way better vibes when people are in a better mood. And I hope everyone, if I don't talk to any of you guys, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Um but yeah, it's been great. Thank happy you for holidays. yeah, thank you for yeah, stopping happy New Year. Yeah, happy new year too. Thank you for stopping by on your Sundays. I appreciate it. Take care, everyone. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends, dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear, flexing broken knots I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knots And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds, Fond Doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Leats, tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Ten spaces.